Hello, friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. I hope you recognize the theme song. It means it's time for Let's Talk About Jesus. And what a wonderful, wonderful privilege and honor it is to be with people who have come to this website to hear a Bible study. Uh, that means that you are hungry for righteousness and you have the promise from God Himself that if you are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, you shall be filled. Hallelujah. So I want to be part of that process of God filling you, blessing you. Amen. Uh, Bringing your faith to that place that you can trust Him, that you can believe Him for everything that He has purposed and revealed in a promise to you from the Word of God. We're going to be talking about uh, blessed uh, blessings today, and blessed to be a blessing should also be the theme of this Bible study. We're going to talk about the blessing of the blessing, and I want to read God's heart to bless from you to you from Numbers six twenty-two through 27. Listen to it very carefully. We began it last week. If you'd like to catch up, uh, go to our website and download last week's edition of Let's Talk About Jesus, and we will be ready after this week to continue to go forward. Number 6, 22 through 27. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This is important, that the Lord wants Moses to speak this to Aaron and his sons, the priestly line, that they might pronounce this blessing over God's covenant people. And do not keep covenant in the Old Covenant or Old Testament because we as God's children are children of covenant. In fact, Holy Communion, every time we receive it, Jesus says, this is the New Testament in my blood, which was shed for the sins of many. The actual Greek says this is the new covenant. In the actual Greek, it is the new covenant. It's not a a less covenant. It is a greater covenant than all the blessings of the old covenant combined. (laughs) For the blood of Jesus speaks of better things than that of bulls and goats. Amen. All right, let's read the blessing and get ready to be blessed today. It says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Numbers six twenty-two through 27, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee, and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee. Be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Last week we talked about the part of this blessing and explained it. The Lord make His face to shine upon thee. Be gracious unto thee is where we're going today. Last week we stopped with the Lord bless thee and 
keep thee. But listen to what else the blessing involves and what it says. To be gracious means to bestow favor. This is what it's all about. That's why the Bible said the blessing of the Lord in Proverbs 10 and verse 32. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Praise God. It's God's favor upon your life and my life because we are children of His covenant. Praise God. Amen. So to be gracious unto thee means to bestow favor, especially that which is unmerited. The parallel of this benediction suggests this favor refers to the blessing and keeping by the Lord mentioned previously, perhaps emphasizing that such blessings are unmerited even though conditional. This is not the grace of the new covenant, but because this is a conditional blessing. But the conditions are simply that we would live our life in such a way to obtain God's favor. Hallelujah. And then it says the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. To lift up his countenance uh, is similar to smile. In one paraphrase in particular, it says the Lord literally smile upon you. As such, it suggests pleasure and affection. It also uh, could mean and does mean approval and recognition, according to one Bible scholar. The word peace is not just the absence of war, but a positive state of rightness and fullness of well-being. For the nation of Israel, God had promised peace if they were faithful. And I want to stop right here for a minute and, and back up just a little bit. Remember when the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus in the form of a dove when He was baptized of John? And remember the words that were spoken over Christ after He allowed John to baptize Him. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. See, this is, this is the blessing of God's favor. The blessing of God's acceptance. A recognition of us as belonging to God. And God belonging to us. We are his children. He is our God. So listen to the, the, the faithfulness that allows this peace to rule and reign in our, in our lives, in our hearts, and in our minds. Leviticus 26 and verse 6 says, And I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. And I will rid evil beasts out of the land, neither shall the sword go through your land. Hallelujah. Listen, there was always peace for the individual who trusted in God. Isaiah 26 and 3 is very clear. It says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted 
in thee. One night, not too long ago on CNN, someone close to Michael Jackson once asked him, Michael, are you happy? He replied, yes, but I'm not satisfied. You see, that's really uh, evading the real issue at hand. Because happy means enjoying uh, or characterized by well-being and contentment. You can't be happy if you're not content. You can't be truly happy and not be satisfied. The blessing of the Lord makes us truly rich. For it brings true peace and fulfillment and thereby contentment. And the scripture says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. Literally, that is the true riches that we should be seeking as God's children. That God would have Aaron and his sons bless the children of Israel with this benediction indicates that God really wanted to bless and provide for them. In the New Covenant, Christ is our High Priest. God's blessing uh, is upon us through Him and Him alone. Rejoice, for your God is lavish in His love for you. We are blessed, therefore, so that we can be a blessing. And that's the right reason to reach out for the promised and purposed blessings of God. We are blessed for our good, but we're blessed beyond that to bring God glory. And it is the right reason to expect God's best and God's blessing in our life. I have written down something I'm going to quote to you. In this age of hedonism and materialism, when the values of the world around us have crept into the church, producing a selfish and self-centered brand of Christianity, it would be easy to be swept up in the momentum of the Laodicean church antitype and attitude. On the other side of the coin, we could be easily swept up in a movement that forfeits the blessing of God, that misses the opportunity to be blessed and to be a blessing because of the blessing. God desires to bless us with uh, because we see the inroads Satan is making in the church. We see the compromising and the deception, and we want to distance ourselves from it, and we should. But I'm telling you right now, there are blessings to be obtained, promises to be obtained, because God has purposed to bless and keep His people. Now, I believe God is moving in, in these last of the last days to bless us as His covenant children. Number one, to enrich us spiritually, to live our lives in sharp contrast to the world system. Then having blessed us on the inside spiritually, in the inner man, He will bless us without for the right reasons, for our good and for His glory. Listen to Psalm 67, where this bears this out beautifully to me. It says, God, verse 1 through 7, Psalm 67, verses 1 through 7, says, God be merciful unto us and bless us, and cause His face, you see the blessing coming out in this psalm, and cause His face to shine upon us, Selah. 
that thy way may be made known upon the earth, thy saving health among the nations. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Selah. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all people praise thee. Then the earth shall yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. Verse 7, God shall bless us, and the ends of the earth shall fear him. (laughs) Hallelujah. Listen, friend, when we walk in the purposed, promised, provided blessings of God, it is a witness to the world that our God is the true and living God, and we are truly his sons and daughters, his covenant children. Jameson Fawcett Brown, a very trusted uh, 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 Bible, uh, 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 not just a Bible dictionary, but but a Bible commentary, uh, uh, says it this way concerning these verses I read to you, a prayer that by God's blessing on his people, his salvation and praise may be extended over the earth. Oh, friend. We need to hear the high praises of God among His children. We need to publish His doings among the people. (laughs) Hallelujah. I like one translation. The, The New American Standard said, God blesses us that all the ends of the earth might fear Him. And in one paraphrase, it said, God marks us with blessings. And I like Matthew Henry's commentary, a very uh, uh, appropriate uh, interpretation. It said, there were people in the world that can call upon God on good grounds. Their God, it is here spoken with an air of triumph. Even our own God shall bless us. Believers have reason to glory in their relationship to God. Those who through grace call God their own may with humble confidence expect blessings from Him. Hallelujah. Praise God. I love that statement. I want to read it again. I want to read it more slowly. I get excited about anticipating God's favor. God's hand upon our life. Amen. You know, the Bible says uh, in Psalm 1, blessed, that means happy to be envied. That one word, happy to be envied. Blessed is the man that stands not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, nor walketh in the way of sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he doth meditate day and night. He will be like a tree planted by the river, (laughs) amen, and shall cease not from yielding his fruit, and whatever he puts his hand to shall prosper. You see, getting in God's Word, getting God's Word in us so that we can be right with God and obtain His favor. And we will will open the door for His blessing 
to be uh, seen upon our life, experienced by us and seen upon our life. I'm going to read from Matthew Henry again. This is exciting to me. There were people in the world that can call upon good grounds, call upon God, their God. It is here spoken with an air of triumph. (laughs) Hallelujah. Even our God, they said in Psalm 67, verse 6, shall bless us. Even our own God shall bless us. Believers have reason to glory in their relationship to God. Those who, through grace, call their their God their own, may with humble confidence expect blessing from Him. This psalm begins in a way that sounds similar to the prayer of Jabez. Actually, it more closely echoes the blessing that Aaron and his descendants said over the people of Israel. It's recorded in number 6. But Psalm 67 goes deeper than the prayer of Jabez, telling us why God blesses his people. Look at the ter- first two verses of Psalm 67. God be gracious to us and bless us. Cause his face to shine upon us, Selah that your way may be known upon the earth, your salvation among the nation. The psalmist asked for blessing so that God's way may be known upon the earth. The psalmist is saying, in effect, Bless me so that I might glorify you. Bless me so that I might show your power, your love, your majesty, and your goodness to all nations. Note, the psalmist is not saying, bless me so I can be comfortable. He's not saying, bless me so I don't have to work hard and make a living. He's not saying, bless me so that others will be envious of me. He's not saying, bless me so I can be successful in the eyes of the world. Now listen carefully. He's not even primarily saying, bless me so I can bless others. This last is a biblical reason for God's blessing. As he makes it explicit in his call to Abraham in Genesis 12, by all means, God blesses us and gives us so that we might serve and bless others. But still, this is not the underlying fundamental foundational reason For God's blessing, God blesses us first and foremost so that we can bring glory to his name. See, this is a win-win when we obtain his favor, walk in his blessings. (laughs) We are, are given the goodness of that blessing and God is given the glory for that blessing. It is for our good and his glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. While we are to live in, in, in a counter culture to the world around us and counter culture to the worldly church that's bought into the culture and brought the culture into the church. Uh, we are praying and expecting God to mark us with blessings. And this is biblically and spiritually correct when our hearts are totally set 
on things above. That's why the Apostle Paul said, I wish above all things, brethren, that you be in good health and prosper even as your soul prospers. You see, when your soul prospers and you understand what true riches are and you understand that the peace you have can't be bought at any price and the joy you have is not for sale in any marketplace and you understand what you have in Jesus and then on top of that, he adds all the other needs of your life so that the world knows that you have a God and that He has a people. He shows His goodness upon us that He might receive the glory that the whole world might know. He is the true and the living God and He is a Father God to His people. And He protects and He provides for His own. Amen. In fact, we are told as God's people, even with all the blessings that we have, to come out from among the prevailing attitudes and activities that would mark the last days. Listen to it carefully in Second Timothy 3. For this know also that in the last days Perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, which simply means without any sexual or moral constraints, fierce, fierce. I read this week that a, a, a young lady working with a, an animal preserve here in the United States was attacked and killed by a lion and, and fierce might normally be used for a wild beast, untamed and dangerous. And now that same fierce is used in respect to what men and women will become in the last days, comma, after fierce despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. I want to make it very clear. Being blessed to bring glory to God, being blessed to be a blessing to others secondarily, amen, is not part of this movement to try to bring the culture and its values into the church of Jesus Christ like we see happening on so many levels today and like we see specifically in the church of Laodicea. That Jesus said that, <laughs> said that they were, they, they were, they were blind and they needed to anoint their eyes with eye salves so they could see themselves as he saw them. Because of the way they saw themselves, just because of material blessings, they saw themselves as having need of nothing. And Jesus said, you are poor, miserable, blind, and naked. And he said he would spew them out of his mouth because they were lukewarm. He was knocking on the door. He was seeking 
access to that church. I want to make it clear. We do not stand with those who are bringing the world's values into the church and, and, and wanting to follow the moral, uh, morals and the values of the world. That is not where we stand. Amen. And then one, one version of scripture says, have nothing to do with them that go after these things and do these things. I, I want to read this, these dangers of the last days. You should know this from a paraphrase. Timothy, that in the last days, there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred they will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and have no interest in what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act as if they are religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. You must stay away from people like that. And that's why we have the admonition in Scripture, Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. You see, this if is is where the blessing and the favor of God is obtained. It's when we choose to march to the beat of a different drummer. We do not go with the flow. We do not allow the culture to shape us, but we allow the kingdom of God to begin to transform us in every part of our life. You see, we cannot be popular with the world and be blessed by God. We cannot be politically correct and be right with God. We must take a stand. We cannot serve two masters, God and mammon. But if we make a clean break to the world, we can claim the blessing of God. Amen. I, what I said to you, I'm going to read to you in closing. Right here in these verses of Scripture, 2 Corinthians six fourteen through 18. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial, literally Jesus and the devil? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you and be a father to you and you shall be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. This is the blessing of the Lord. 
It is the favor of the Lord that allows Him to bless us and keep us without having to compromise uh, with the world in order to have every need met. When we bow to no other God but to Christ and to Christ alone, we can claim every promise of the covenant. This is not just a faith issue. This is an obedience issue. This is a values issue. This is a faithfulness, a fidelity issue. We need to settle it in our hearts so we can truly say, Our God, even our God, shall bless us. Praise God. Oh, friend of mine, there is, there is a riches beyond the silver and gold of this world beyond all of the things that the world counts so valuable. And it is being saved, washed in the blood of Jesus, knowing that we are now right, wise with God. Hallelujah. That's why the Apostle Paul said, "...and being found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but the righteousness of God, which is through Jesus Christ." God's own righteousness imparted and imputed to you and to me. And if we begin to stand apart from the culture around us and from the moral uh, moral values that are trying to get us to compromise that that we know is true spiritually and biblically, if we will dare to stand apart and stand our ground, God desires and he has he has already promised to bless us when we go in and bless us when we come out when we lay down sit down and rise up hallelujah these blessings will come on thee according to Deuteronomy 28 and they shall overtake thee hallelujah and the nations will know because of the blessing of the Lord upon our life that we have a Father in heaven. We have a true and living Savior in Jesus Christ. We have a wonderful comforter in the Holy Spirit. And we have contentment. And we have peace that passes understanding. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. It can't be bought because it isn't for sale. (laughs) Because the world can't grant it, but God can, and God does. Friend of mine, if you can lay down tonight and sleep with perfect peace because your mind is stayed on Him, because you know our God will bless us, and we are His children, you have riches beyond anything that anyone in this world could possibly acquire. Poor Michael Jackson had millions of dollars, but he didn't have peace. He couldn't sleep without being given propopol, a drug that they put you under for surgery. He had to be made unconscious because he didn't have peace in his heart and he didn't have peace in his mind. And the millions of dollars and the fame and the talent did not bring him satisfaction. Or remember the song of the 70s, I can't get 
no satisfaction. And as we move forward, you too wrote the song, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Oh, friend of mine. Oh, but in Jesus Christ, what a difference when we receive him and we decide to live our life for him. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And he adds, no sorrow with it. Today, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you will never find riches. If you won the mega millions, you would find no peace. For the Bible said the wicked are like the troubled sea, whose waters cast up miry dirt. There is no peace, saith my God to the wicked. The Bible says to those outside of the kingdom of God that they are without hope because they are without God in this world. But the Bible said to those who have received Christ as their Savior, Oh, friend, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I thee. In this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Oh, today, if you don't know Jesus, don't run from Him. Run to Him and receive His forgiveness. A restored and reconciled relationship with God. Be sealed by the Holy Spirit and sleep in peace and rise up in hope (laughs) that even death can't cancel or conquer and today if you're a Christian it's time to stand up stand up for Jesus you soldiers of the cross let him mark you with blessing so that the world might know that there is a God in heaven and he is good to his people hallelujah and come back next week will you and let's talk about Jesus.